When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back on a Monday for an exit interview special as we are going to be talking with the latest player voted out of a survivor. That is going to be Noelle Lambert, who was a very inspirational player as she went through this season, being the first player to be an amputee from above the knee who competed on Survivor, won the reward challenge uh, in this last episode, and sadly was voted out of the game. We'll talk with her about her whole experience coming up here in just a moment. Plus, we'll have Jordan Kalish for this week in Survivor history. We'll also have a Monday Amazing Race exit interview coming your way later on today. It's been a busy week covering Survivor around the Thanksgiving holiday. Hope uh, you and yours had a nice Thanksgiving for everybody who has celebrated here in the U.S. We had, of course, Omer on the Survivor Know-It-Alls, which was very fun. He did a great job filling in for Steven. If you happen to miss that one with everything going on, definitely check that out before Wednesday. Plus, we had a great feedback show with Shannon Gus on Friday, which was very, very fun to talk some Survivor with Shannon. And then my good friend Tiffany Seely joined me over the weekend for a really fun recap. And Tiffany was moved to tears by everything uh, that Noel did in this last episode. So we had a lot of fun with Tiffany. All those podcasts and more are up at robhasawebsite.com. If you want to check out the video of this episode, of course, you can watch that on our YouTube channel at robhasawebsite.com. YouTube. I see that Noel is on the line. Let's go ahead 
and patch her in. Hey, Noel, what's going on? Rob Sestrinino. Uh, very nice to talk to you after your really impressive run here on Survivor 43. Thank you. It's an honor to be speaking to you and uh, to beginning to talk to you and everything. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, I uh, have a lot of questions for you. I want to start off by asking about your relationship with Jesse, where I think so many of us watching the show really wondered about how you seemed to have a good relationship with him after Jesse had betrayed you a couple of times before in the game. So can you talk about why you and him uh, or why you felt like you were on such a good uh, working relationship term uh, with him? Yeah, I mean, I think it just goes to show that he was playing a really great game because I think if Jesse told me, you know, and to do anything, to jump off a cliff, I would have done it at that point. I don't know what it was, what his face was, but like his just face, he was just such a trustworthy person, even though he backstabbed me twice before. Mm -hmm. um, but I think he did a really great job at, you know, when Justine got voted off and Dwight got voted off, he would come back to camp and just make it seem like it wasn't a me thing. Um, and it had nothing to do with me and that I should still trust him. And then he would still give me information. Um, and we would have amazing conversations out there. Like we would always have a great one-on-one -on -one time. I think kind of uh, we both dealt with a lot of adversity in our life and we've been able to overcome it. So that kind of made us um, bond in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I mean, him and Cody, they were, especially after the merge, I thought like, I just wanted to be Bessie strong. Like I love, like we just grew this great bond, you know, with coming off and finishing with a, a really good win streak. And it just really made me, be like, okay, this, I want to work with these guys. Um, and after the Dwight vote, and when I came back, I remember going up to Jesse and Cody and be like, all right, let's talk because like, you could have filled me in a little bit. Um, but they just did a great job at always keeping me comfortable. I mean, always like making me feel, and it's crazy. The night that I got voted off, you know, before tribal council, Jesse is literally going up to Carla and then he's going up to me and he is not lying. He is telling both of us, what each of us are saying, what like our game plans and both of us are believing him. And we're just like, okay, I mean, and obviously Carla like should have believed it. Um, but that's what was making me trust, trusting him so much. But I mean, he just, it goes to show you. And I think, uh, you know, I keep joke. I always joke around with this, but I think the reason why I got voted off is because of his, his son, Gio, because of what he wrote in the letter, go get that money, baby. Um, I think that was like my nail in the coffin. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what did they tell you about why they had to vote Dwight off? So the reason why they voted Dwight is because, um, well, the reason they gave me is because, you know, Dwight was a really smart and strategic player. And I think he would have been, uh, they, they said that he would have been amazing in immunity, uh, immunity challenges. So he was something that we need to look out for. And I always did get like an inkling that, uh, Cody didn't trust Dwight as much, mm -hmm. uh, because talk um a lot of gameplay so that like cody made sense as to why he voted for uh dwight but um i mean i don't think the reason of dwight going home was to kind of screw up my game i mean dwight was a really great player um and he was you know if you did have to split us up because if one of us would have went home they thought okay well who are they going to align with now like we're going to vote them out. Like, and so I think just, I, I mean, I don't even know why, I mean, in my, my reasoning, I wish they kept Dwight because it would have worked out my game. But um, yeah, I mean, I think a big reason was because he was, Dwight was a really 
Dwight is like a mastermind, especially in the game of Survivor. He knows a lot and he his mind is always going. So I think that was really, I mean, it's in a, res- a respectful way. I mean. Yeah. Noah, were you aware just how big of a threat you had become? And especially uh, not just in terms of like what you were putting together, but also in terms of your threat level, in terms of being able to win the game. I mean, I didn't think that I was playing some phenomenal game. Um, <clears throat> I remember up until the the um, James vote, I was I was telling myself, I'm not playing the game I want. I'm kind of playing how everybody else wants to play right now. Um, and so that was played a part in me making such a big and loud move. I mean, I'm a loud player. I want to play in a loud way. You go on wanting to expect to play a certain way. And I wanted to make all these big moves. But it's it's very difficult because you have to adjust how everyone else is playing. Um, so, you know, after the James vote, I was kind of, I was kind of dumbing it down to everybody, like to Jesse, when I came back, I'm like, yeah, like I had a great idea and it didn't really work because, you know, Sammy told Carla everything. It wasn't really a big blind side. Like, and I just got rid of my advantage. So it wasn't like some crazy, Oh my God, this girl just made the big, I was trying to dumb it down for my gameplay. Um, and then I think once I won that reward challenge, um, they realized, you know, I did an amazing job in like, you know, the tribe challenge phases. Like I was able to do all of those. But I mean, at that point, we had two individual or three individual immunities and I did terrible. So I was just like, I'm not going to be a challenge beast. Like, so maybe that's better for my game. But then when I came back and won that, you know, crazy yeah. challenge, they were thinking to themselves, okay, well, if she can do a social game and, um, you know, it made sense, um, you know, after the game was done and talking with everybody, I mean, every time my number one got voted off, I was able to adapt and go to different people. Um, but that was like my uh, strategy in the beginning. I told myself if someone gets blindsided and it's your ally, don't go back to camp all bitter, go back to camp being willing to talk about it and just don't show your, like your anger ever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So can you talk about that incredible comeback you had in the challenge? Just how far behind you from a time perspective uh, do you feel like you were behind everybody else? Um, I think I was on that balance beam for 20 to 25 minutes. Wow. Uh, And I mean, everybody blew through the balance beam, every single person. It took them one or two tries. And I think it, I don't even know how many tries it took me. Um, and you know, walking in and seeing the balance beam, I'm like, there's no way I'm winning this. I mean, it was something that I was just like, okay, probably not going to win. So why would, why would I even need to think about who I want to bring on this challenge? Um, and you know, the amazing thing about it is I probably would have quit, but you know, you hear everybody cheering for me, all the contestants. And that is such a beautiful thing, especially in the game of survivor. I mean, we're all competing against each other for a million dollars. But then when I started hearing people cheering for me, And I remember hearing Carla cheer for me and that fired me up because at that point we weren't working together. And I'm like, this girl is cheering for me and we're not even in an alliance. So I thought that was a beautiful thing. So it just kind of lit a fire under my ass to keep going. And so once I figured out a way to get across was basically just shimmying as slowly as possible. Um, and then finally getting through it, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can, maybe I can actually throw and land this. Um, and so the second that it hit and I dropped and started crying and like having that whole moment of everybody hugging me, I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, 
I have to make the hardest decision now and I don't want to do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, talk about those decisions that you made. Did you have second thoughts after uh, this all played out about the people that you took with you? I did have second thoughts um, immediately. Um, So what I was trying to do was trying to pick people where people could be like, okay, she picked this person for a reason. It wasn't strategic. Um, The reason why I picked Owen and Sammy was because they hadn't received a food reward challenge that entire time. They had not eaten anything other than what was at camp. So I was like, okay, if I pick one, I have to pick the other. And then of course I was going to pick Jesse because in my eyes, he was also my number one at the time Mm -hmm. other than Owen, but he has, he has really young kids. And, you know, from the beginning, I said it, like he talked about family. We always talked about his family. So I wanted to give him that. Um, I kind of picked Sammy too. And I picked him first um, because of everything that happened in the James vote where he told Carla everything. And I wanted, and, you know, he was kind of a, he was kind of a flip-flopper. I, you know what? I don't want to use that word with Sammy. Sammy wasn't a flip-flopper. Sammy just was able to see where his position were like lay, like lied in alliances. And if he was on the bottom, it didn't work for him. So he would always try to maneuver and make it a better way. And so after watching that episode and seeing what he did with Carla and telling her everything, it made sense to me because I mean, it was really smart and his, he, I mean, obviously me and Owen are really tight. So he's kind of on the bottom of that. So he wanted to gain trust with Carla and still get James out, but so that Carla and him could be number ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a big reason. My number one regret and the person that I wish I brought, it was Carla. Because yeah. if I brought Carla, I mean, the biggest thing I wanted to do is I wanted to separate her and Cass. And <clears throat> I didn't work. I didn't work with them because I didn't want to be like, I that was like my biggest thing in the game. I was like, I can't have like someone joined at the hip, but immediately, I mean, I was joined at the hip with Justine didn't really work. And then I was joined at the hip with Dwight. So I was trying to like not do that because it, it, it does create a threat. Um, but yeah, so she was the one person immediately. I remember asking Jesse on the, on the boat ride to, um, to the sanctuary. Do you think I should have brought Carla? And he was like, no, like, I, I mean, obviously Jesse's going to sweet talk me. He's like, no, like, I mean, I think you did a great job. It made sense. The strategy, I mean, Gabler did the same exact thing. I mean, I don't know if you saw that secret scene, but I was like, I was thinking I should have brought Carla because just maybe I could have, you know, worked with her and maybe we could have done something in the game, but especially after her voting with me yeah. uh, in the episode before that uh, I should have realized it like that. I could have used that. Be like, listen, we made this big move together with James. Okay. Now let's, let's keep this going. But yeah, I was a little surprised by that because I knew she had voted with you all to vote against James, but then it seemed like that there was uh, some tension there because she had been left out of the vote. And that didn't seem like that that was something that uh, you two were able to uh, overcome. Was there any conversation about trying to work together after that? I mean, I went up to her, especially um, my vote out and the before tribal council. And I told her, I was like, I'm voting for Sammy. I mean, obviously I was mm-hmm. in my hopes. I was trying to get Carla out because in my eyes, she was the biggest uh, strategic threat and physical threat there. I mean, she was a beast and she had an idol and, or at least I was speculating if, whether or not she had an idol. Yeah. So I was like, OK, well, I need to get her out because um, it's just, she's, she's a really great, uh, game player. Um, and I was telling her, I'm like, we need to get Sammy out. He's a flip-flopper. So I didn't technically lie because I voted for Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
I mean, it was just, it was me being stubborn and thinking that I was never going to be able to break up her and Cass. I mean, I could have done, I could have done a lot more. I could have done like different things. Um, but I just, I mean, Jesse, Cody and Gabler made me feel really solid in Alliance. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, but I want to go back to the steal a vote plan that you came up with to take James out. At what point did you bring Owen in on what you were thinking? So the funny thing is, like, I can't take full credit for that because Owen and I both said the idea at the same exact time. He, like, We went up. Uh, I remember we uh, it was me, him and Sammy. And then I said, I'm going to steal your vote. And he said, you should steal my vote. So like we kind of both had an idea um, and so he was all on board with the plan, which I was shocked about. I thought he was going to be like, ah, like, I don't know if we should do this, but mm-hmm. he was, he kind of saw what I was seeing and I saw what he was seeing. So that was like really early on. That was like within 10 minutes of getting back to Vessi. We came up with this plan and then four hours go by because I mean, you're, you have to wait there all day until it gets dark. I have to go to tribal council. And then I see Sammy talking to Carla when I thought like, I mean, when you think that like everything's all good. And then Sammy comes up to me afterwards, after he talks to her and he's like, I just told Carla everything. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why? Like, like why you're just, and so my mind is scattering because, and at that point, like right before tribal, Owen had my advantage ever since I gave it to him um, for the Dwight vote. And I was going to get it back from Owen. Um, but then at that point, I'm like, keep it. Like, I'll get it from you at tribal council because if Carla goes out to James, tells him everything, they're going to steal my advantage. And then they're either going to vote me or you out. So you keep it just in case. So I was going into tribal council freaking out. I'm like, there's something, something is going to happen. It's going to be dramatic. And then during tribal council, I mean, James and Owen, uh, they kind of like get into it a little bit. Um, and then like, I'm kind of turning over and I'm looking at Sammy and Carla looking at each other. And I kind of had a feeling that Carla was voting for James, um, just of kind of how she was. Uh, I mean, she does have a poker face, so you can never understand how she's thinking, but, um, but yeah, so I actually, when he didn't steal my vote, I remember Owen was sitting there next to me and I remember grabbing, um, the advantage from him. It was like inside a sock and wow. I'm bringing <laughs> so yeah, Owen, we came up with like the same exact plan. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's really interesting. Uh, I know you got to run pretty soon. Uh, I just want to know in your final words, you talked about how that you had hoped that there were going to be people who were watching the show that were going to be able to take something away from your experience out there on the island. Can you uh, share any feedback that you've gotten from people watching the show uh, that you can share with us? Oh my God. It's been, I've been so blessed and filled with all these hundreds of people reaching out to me ever since last week. Um, and the incredible messages that I'm getting are from people, you know, who are disabled or who are even, who are even able-bodied that are just going through a difficult time and they see something like that on TV and it just inspires them. I mean, that was the biggest reason why I wanted to play the game to begin with. I wanted that positive impact and that positive light with, you know, the amputee community. Um, and it's amazing getting parents reaching out to me saying, you know, my son, my daughter, they're disabled. And I sat them in front of the TV and, and had them watch. And now they're so inspired. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, but I've been so 
amazed by all the love and support that I'm receiving. I mean, it's incredible and it makes getting voted off really, really easy. I have to say, um, it hasn't been, you know, some dark place. I mean, I've been on such a high these last five, four or five days, just because of all these people reaching out to me and complete strangers. And they're just sending me beautiful messages and beautiful thoughts. So I just want to say thank you because it really has helped me. Um, and I just, I'm, I wanted to go into the game touching at least one person's live, uh, life. So if I can help a bunch of people like how other people have helped me, then I'm so satisfied with how I played this game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Thank you for sharing all that. It was uh, really remarkable to uh, watch you on the show. Uh, all the best outside of Survivor. And uh, thanks for making some time to talk with us. Okay. So much. Thank you. Take care. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. Noel Lambert, uh, who is uh, really, you know, s- such an inspirational figure uh, with uh, all of the adversity that she faced uh, leading up to Survivor. A great attitude about the whole thing. Just in talking with her, and I, I feel like this is something that maybe we got from uh, the preseason, but I feel like that she kind of also has like a Stephanie LaGrosa sort of part of her personality also. So you get that she has like this really competitive spirit. And that was super interesting to know about how Owen was holding the vote steal going into the vote where James had the knowledge is power. And so uh, really great to know. And of course, you know, uh, lots of kudos for Jesse in the game that he's playing from Noel. And uh, look, uh, really, uh, you know, so much stuff that you get in these uh, 15 minute exit interviews. So I'll I'll try to process all this before we get to when I do my next uh, set of predictions for Survivor 43. In the meantime, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. Jordan Kalish is going to be here for our uh, latest edition of This Week in Survivor History coming up right after this. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chompacasino.com 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, it's a, a Monday exit interview special. And of course, it's always special when we are joined by this man who aced his own quiz. It's Jordan Kayla. Jordan, how are you? Uh, do, doing great, Rob. I mean, it's uh, it's rare for me to uh, to be the one answering the questions, and you know, I could say I'm I'm riding pretty high uh, after my my perfect performance. Didn't get any questions wrong. This is my this must be how you feel like uh, mo- most, most weeks, of the weeks that most we do, weeks. do twist after yeah. uh, your your many victories. How's your Cyber Monday going? Say that again. How's your Cyber Monday going? My Cyber Monday has been unbelievable, Rob. Uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't like, uh, I, I haven't like uh, made the decision yet on any deals, but they're all coming my way. I gotta, I gotta act quick. I don't want these deals to pass me by. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. All right. I uh, gotta move fast, and of course, that's what we do here on uh, this week in Survivor history. Always, Jordan is uh, the Thanksgiving week a particularly robust week in Survivor history. I have to say it's decidedly a not uh, oh. robust week in Survivor history because so so many times. I mean, look, there's some very good episodes, but uh, there have been many uh, many seasons where we used to get the uh, the recap episode. Uh, so there's a lot of episodes where uh, a lot of uh, weeks in Survivor history or a lot of ep- seasons in Survivor history where uh, there is no episode. But I was able to mine the gold and I had plenty to work with. Okay, great. All right. So where do you want to start this week? All right. So, uh, we are going to, uh, I I really like the, I I learned a new format, Rob. I think that anytime that you take a quiz, you can learn something and I liked your format. So we're going to use the Rob Sesterino Twitch format. Okay. All right. So, uh, I have uh, a bunch of questions for you. I have a couple multiple choice. I have a second segment as well. Uh, so let's do it. Let's start with multiple choice and let's go to one of my favorite seasons in Survivor history. We're going to go to Survivor Pearl Islands Thanksgiving week. Um, if you would like to answer the question without the multiple choice, you will get two points. If you need the mm-hmm. multiple choice, you will get one point. So who did Burton give his catamaran ride to after winning the reward challenge? Who did he Burton give his, his catamaran reward, away. reward to? Um, um, I want to say uh, it was Rupert. Rupert is incorrect. So you're not going to get the two points. You can get one point here with the multiple choice. It was either okay. A, Dara, B, Fairplay, C, Lil, uh, D was Rupert. You know, it's not Rupert. Okay. Uh, I'll say it was Fairplay. Fairplay is correct. You get two points. This caused a lot of drama in the episode because in the previous episode, uh, Rupert gave his uh... reward away to Burton. Turned out that a uh, turnabout is is not fair trade because uh, not Burton this time. then no he gave his uh, he and he and Lil actually won the reward together. Uh, he gave his spot to uh, to Johnny Fairplay and then they all blindsided Rupert. So not a great episode for Rupert. Mm-hmm. Okay, very sad. All so right. you do get you get, on one the board. you get one point. You're on the board. One point is not bad. Let's see if you could get two points on the next one. We are going to go 22 seasons later to Survivor San Juan del Sur. Who was with Natalie Anderson when she found the hidden immunity idol? Baylor. Baylor is correct. Baylor, I barely know her. And uh, you get two points. You have a total of three. 
Uh, and uh, of course, uh, she then used that idol to, to idol Baylor out of the game. So Oof. you have three points. Yeah, very, a very real nice sticky situation. Yeah, it, it was. And I, I was, you know, I was watching the scene and I'm okay. like, Survivor history could have been so much different. Or, I mean, I look, I, I still think Natalie probably wins the game. Um, but if Baylor, uh, Baylor was like one inch away from getting the idol, they both had their hands in the sand. They were playing together in the sand. Um, much like Christian and and Gabby uh, once wanted to do, and um, Baylor could have got she like touched the idol, could have been hers, and then she got idled out with it. Crazy, mm-hmm. one of the great what ifs in uh, Survivor history. Oh, certainly comes up all the time. Yeah, uh, it is as you said, it's a very sticky situation for her. Mm-hmm. So let's go to the uh, the second round of this game. You're going to go in with three points, pretty good. The second best score you could possibly have at this point. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a game that you invented, Rob. Yeah. This is going to be a game where I have seven people who were voted out this week okay. in Survivor history. Um, unfortunately, this week, there were no people who got voted out at a tribal council in which four people received votes. So it's less mm-hmm. of a less of the Christmas uh, Christmas tree and more of the pyramid where one of these people... Yeah. Was I didn't know this was going to be like the format. I was kind of like hoping when I did this, I was like that you would like sort of have your Scrooge moment of say, oh, yeah, like questions based on how many people got votes at a tribal council are actually not that great. Oh, I liked it. I thought it was yeah. a good I thought it was a good question. And I decided to uh, to, to copy it okay. uh, and, and use it in the very following week. So I think it's a good I think it's a good game that you that you created. Uh, you should take total credit for this. Uh, so I have seven people. Uh, nobody got uh, got four votes in any of these tribal yeah. councils. But of the seven, one person was voted out of tribal in which only one player, only that player had votes cast against them. Two people were voted out at tribals in which two players had votes cast against them. Um, and four people were voted again, uh, were, were, were voted out at tribal councils in which three people had votes counted against them. And it's not really cast because it's counted because uh, sure. idols that negate votes would, would count it. for this game. Okay. So here are the, are the people? people. We have Dan Rangering from Survivor David versus Goliath, Hot Cop Dan. We have Sierra Easton from Survivor Cambodia. We have Clarence Black, good friend of the podcast from Survivor Africa. We have Rupert Bonham from Pearl Islands. We just talked about Rupert. We have Shan from Survivor 41. We have Stephen Fishback, also from Survivor Cambodia. That was a double tribal episode. And then we have Wes Snail from San Juan del Sur. Okay. Uh, what season was Rupert? Sorry, uh, it's Clarence. Or was it, who was the fourth Rupert person? Is Pearl Islands. Rupert Pearl Islands. Uh, Clarence was Africa. Rupert was Pearl Islands. Okay. Um, so, trying to think of who got vote. Uh, the one uh, tribal council where only one person got votes. The only thing I could think of is. Dan, uh, but he there was the idol nullifier, so I don't know uh, what votes uh, that might have taken out. So let me just save him. I don't know if anybody else, who else it could have been. Sierra in Survivor Cambodia ultimately uh, went out. Okay, um, I, I think Shan was one of the three vote people. Uh, Westnail in what season? West Snail in uh, San Juan del Sur, the only one he played. Okay. Uh, 
West Nail in San Juan del Sur. Um, he might was he the person that maybe only got the um, one, uh, the only votes against him? That, that might be because there were uh, there was weirdness with play your idol, and um, maybe I'll put Wes in that spot. Then Clarence, uh, I think he's one of the three vote people. That was uh, the infamous T Bird uh, vote for Lex, although. Uh, although she was a second vote for Lex. So, hmm. Okay. Maybe Clarence goes there. Very famous tribal council. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Rupert in Pearl Island. Uh, pretty sure that was a five to three vote uh, at the final eight. So uh, there was no idle split that was necessary there. So... I'll say that uh, Clarence and Rupert were the two vote people taking Shan. Steven uh, in Cambodia, sure. I'll say that that was a three voter. Um, Dan, I could see that as a three voter. And then, okay. All right. Let me just lock in here. Tell me if I'm right. Wes Nail uh, was a person who only, uh, there were only votes uh, for Wes. Then, I will say that the two vote people were Clarence and Rupert. And I'll say that the three vote people are Shan, Steven, Hot Cop Dan, and Sierra. All right. So I can tell you that of the seven, you have five in the correct placement. Okay. So I got to switch two people. Two people have to switch. Mm-hmm. And so and if you get it right, if you get it right, you win the game. I get it right. I win the game. And all right, I'm gonna switch. Was there an idol player uh, at um I know it's uh, I know there were multiple votes with Steven. Okay, I know that he was trying to split the votes. Sierra is a question mark. Um, I wonder if um, at the Clarence Tribal Council, if, um, again, I, I don't know how many people want to let me hear me just think about things like this. Uh, I'm going to switch Dan and, and Wes. Dan and Wes. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you actually had them in the correct spots. Yeah, who was it? Okay, so you were right about Wes. He was in the one. Mm -hmm. You were right about Clarence. He was in the two. Rupert was actually in the three. So on that vote, uh, Sandra Diaz-Twine uh, voted for Johnny Fairplay because I think she saw the blind side coming and she just wanted to throw a vote towards uh, towards Fairplay there. Um, it was actually uh, uh, Shan, Steven, Dan, and Sierra at the, um, at the Sierra vote. Um, Jeremy played the idol saving Steven. And then Steven went out in the following episode. So uh, those were the threes. Uh, unfortunately, you do not win the game, but I do have a, a special prize for you, Rob. Is it a verbal so well. rebus puzzle? How did you know it was a verbal yes. rebus puzzle? Okay. Wow. You're so, you're, you're so clairvoyant. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So this is the person who ate too much meat and got medevaced. Okay. That was Joe Del Campo. Yeah. So just the first name though, Joe, plus okay. the first full name of Cook Island's Merge Boot, 
the full, sorry, the full first name of Cook Islands Merch Boot. So who is the Merch Boot of Cook Islands? Pretty sure it was Nate. It's Nate, Nathan. Nathan's close enough. Nathan? <laughs> is that official? Yes. Nate, Nate, Nate Gonzalez's name is Nathan, according to the Survivor Wiki. Yes. Okay. Um, what plus, plus what you use to write with to vote on Survivor. Okay. It's a marker, a, but uh, we'll go along <laughs> with uh, where I, I think I you're going. Yeah. <laughs> plus, according to her shirt, the type of person Jatia loves. Okay. Minus the first syllable of Amazon's eighth placer's first name. Okay. All right. I believe it is uh, our great friend, Jonathan Penner. Yes, that is correct. Jonathan Penner voted out. your mouth, Kalush. Yeah, it's it's good Goofer isn't here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jonathan Penner uh, voted out of uh, Survivor Philippines. Uh, Joe Del Campo plus uh, Nathan. Apparently, that's Nate Gonzalez's real name. Plus the pen, the voting pen. It's a pen. I guess it's a marker, but it's kind of a pen. You knew where I was going. Okay, plus plus, uh, uh, Jatia, I love nerds. Minus the first syllable of Amazon's eighth placer. That mm-hmm. is Dina Bennett minus D Jonathan Penner. And then I have a super quick one for you. I know you don't like to do the two verbal rebuses, but this is going to be easy. Baylor's mom plus the type of animal that Omer is obsessed with. Missy pigeon. <laughs> Missy, yes. Missy pigeon is correct. Missy bird, Rob. Missy bird from. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> from survivor Island of the idols. All right. Well, you know, I I'm had that sorry, one first. Sorry, I was, I was like, I know Rob likes simple, but yeah, you were too. Yes, M- Missy Pigeon is uh, maybe maybe that's mm-hmm. one of her. Uh, maybe that's her nickname. You ever been around a pigeon? Very Missy. Okay, I saw a pigeon on. I live in New York City, Rob. I've been around many pigeons. All right, Jordan, what's coming up for you? Uh, well, um, you know, the, the getting back to the uh, the viewing parties because uh, of course over over the night before Thanksgiving was uh, nobody was free, nobody could come, so we didn't do it. Uh, so we're getting back to the New York viewing parties. Looking forward to our big finale party coming up soon. And, uh, you know, uh, you could still follow me on Twitter at Jordan Kalish. I'm still there. Okay. Uh, we'll see if Twitter's still there by the time this podcast drops. Great having you back here. Always thankful for your contributions. Okay. You too, Robin. Of, of course, our mood has been effect, uh, affected very greatly by the Jets performance over the weekend, mm-hmm. either positively or negatively. Yes, so, very yes, much great. so. Great or All bad. Right. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. Jordan Kalish for this week in Survivor history. First of two exit interviews for Survivor this week. We'll have another one coming up on Thursday. In the meantime, check out all of our coverage of uh, this latest week of Survivor 43. That's all at robhaswebsite.com. You can subscribe to the podcast at robhaswebsite.com slash subscribe. Thank you so much for checking out the exit interview. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.